All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Super Bowl Sunday, two days away. Rams, Bengals, definitely a surprise. Uh, you know, obviously Chiefs, Packers was probably going to be considered. You know, if anybody had to pick, um, you know, two teams to go to the Super Bowl. Obviously, you're going to take number one seeds from each side, but. Uh, I don't know, definitely the Chiefs, after they beat the Bills, you really thought that, you know, honestly, the Chiefs and Bills could have probably been the Super Bowl. Uh, but you, you kind of figured once the Chiefs got past the Bills that, you know, the Bengals weren't going to give them that much of a game. And then, you know, we talked about how you know, the Bengals were able to, you know, come back from that game. And then, honestly, we you know, you weren't sure after the 49ers beat the Packers what the heck was going to happen over there. So definitely a surprise. Um, but fellas, how are we feeling that Super Bowl Sunday is two days away? Anxious, giddy, ready. Hey, I'm thrilled. 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 <laughs> One word. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Thrilled. Um, this this kind of seems like a like a different kind of edge. Super Bowl. You're on the edge. I'm on the edge. All right. Like a Super Bowl. Wait, what? You said this feels like a what Super Bowl. Oh, like a, like a different Super Bowl. Like sometimes I feel like yes. in the Super Bowl, it's kind of like, I don't want to say the villain, but you're kind of like. Exactly right. I mean, I don't know if Brady's in it. You're kind of like, if you're not a, you know, a Patriots fan or a Buccaneers fan, you're almost thinking like, all right, we're, you're most likely probably rooting against Brady. Correct. Um, and then you want to see, you know, the young guy with Mahomes or I'm just trying to think of other Super Bowls where it was like. You know, America's voting against so and so, and but this one kind of feels like I don't know. Obviously, a lot of people are probably riding high with Joe Burrow, um, but at the same time, on the other side, I feel like a lot of people are still riding high with Matt Stafford. I mean, his whole situation with the Lions, and you know, for him to finally get a chance. I, so I don't really see the the whole villain aspect. Um, and it's not like you know, America's like, oh well. I hate the Rams. I hate the Bengals. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Bengals-Rams. Um, obviously, first uh, first Super Bowl for Joe Burrow. First, first Super Bowl for Matt Stafford. Um, it kind of feels like the Super Bowl where, you know, you, get, you really don't care who wins. Um, both quarterbacks have great stories, and you just hope that it's a, a good game. Um, Hadley, any... Any other, I guess, key aspects you want to hit upon on this on the Super Bowl matchup? Well, I'd say you mostly nailed it. I mean, it just like you said, like there's there's always been a horse in the race for me. Like it's always been fifty percent of my lifetime. Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl, yeah, and I'm always rooting against them. So fifty percent of Super Bowls, I've had a clear, you know, favorite in mind, and then. My team's made it twice, and then the Steelers have made it like three times, so I rooted against them. There's really only been like three Super Bowls that I was like, I don't care. But this one is like the king of I don't care. Because, like you said, Stafford, cool story. Cup, cool story. Burrow, cool story. Jamar Chase, cool story. Like, there's just a bunch of feel-good, cool stories. And, like, I would say right now, I would say at the beginning it was more bangles for me. But the more I'm seeing people kind of just like, uh, I I want to say a phrase, but 
ride Joe Burrow. Right, right. Like people, like I'm seeing Steelers fans being like Joe Burrow, Joe, yeah. Sh- Joe Shiesty. It's like, yeah, everyone loves him. I love him too, but I think he's becoming a little too mainstream. So that's the only thing that honestly I'm low key kind of tipping a little towards the Rams lately. But I mean, in terms of the play. I like both teams, so whoever wins wins, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, um, sporty. What's your, I guess, what's your thoughts on a Bengals Rams Super Bowl? Do you like it? Dislike it? Kind of neutral. What what are, what are you feeling? Uh, I like it. It's it's one team. Well, one team that nobody thought that was going to the Super Bowl, and another team that there was you know there was a possibility, but they just weren't too sure. But yeah, I. Uh, who would have ever thought that uh, Joe Burrow in his second year is going to the Super Bowl? Crazy. Yeah, definitely, definitely crazy. And you know, to do it with, um, you know, Jamar Chase along his side. Uh, hey, undefeated in postseason so far. That's 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 an interesting stat. You know, they won the uh, championship and. Over there at LSU, and now they're undefeated in the playoffs here in the in the NFL with the Bengals. So I want to say something. Um, rattle it off. Go ahead. Hey, I'm just I'm excited for uh, or thrilled for the uh, Bengals head coach. No, yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, there are. It's interesting because there are so many, I guess, younger coaches. I mean, yes, I'm going to call McVeigh a younger coach compared to some of the older guys that are in the league. Um, He's extremely young. Right, exactly. I mean, um, and you know, Zach Taylor's young. Um, I'm trying to think who else would really, I guess, consider be considered. I guess he. Oh, I guess Kyle Shanahan. Um, yeah. Uh, like McDaniel now. Matt Lafleur. Lafleur. Uh, <laughs> Matt Lafleur. I think. Wait, did, was it Rogers the other night? That did he kind of say Lafleur, kind of with a with an accent? I didn't hear it. I maybe maybe I was just thinking th- thinking of things when he won his um MVP. MVP yeah which it's interesting because I saw something where it was like I think Rodgers now has what four MVPs second most in NFL history which is I mean the dude can flat out ball I mean that's obvious yes. I mean, it's obvious um but it was interesting it was like one Super Bowl for him then I think they showed Peyton Manning. I think maybe what did he did he win two or three MVPs? He had five. Or he had, he did have five. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm trying to think. Of, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the list here. And then Peyton, what he had two Super Bowls. Is that where I'm getting the two from? Yep. Okay. And then Brady, you know, I can't even think of his numbers far as far as MVP. I think he had three. Three. Okay. And then obviously what six Super Bowls? Seven. Bo- seven. Seven Super Bowls. And then you had Big Ben, zero MVPs, two Super Bowls. So it was just, it, it, yeah, it was just interesting to see. I don't know. It was interesting to see that you know, even though even though you're the MVP, it doesn't mean necessarily that you know you're automatically guaranteed a Super Bowl ring. Uh, if you if you know if you win the Super Bowl, it doesn't mean you know you're obviously the MVP. So it was that, that was just interesting to see those four quarterbacks matched up like stat for stat. Um, well, little fun fact: I I don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it's a real stat that no MVP has ever won a Super Bowl in the same year. Really? Yeah. Oh, that. Hmm. 
That is interesting. Do you think Rodgers uh, deserved it? Was the best candidate for it? <sighs> um, Hadley, I'm going yes. to let you answer first. <laughs> He's the best player in the NFL this year by a landslide. So, absolutely. Better than, better than Mahomes? Mahomes? Well, I mean, he wasn't even like a top 10 candidate this year. Like, <sighs> it was runner up to Rodgers. Anybody know? Tom Brady. Okay. Was it close? <laughs> in terms of actual voting or in my head? No. The actual voting. <laughs> I I don't know, but I mean Okay. Wait. Mahomes I, I right, I get it. He's 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 MVP caliber. But at times I mean there's there's times where, you know, Hill and Kelsey, their abilities just kind of take away the spotlight from Mahomes, I feel like. I mean, obviously he's still making great for passes and stuff and extending plays, but I feel like sometimes Hill's performances and Kelsey's performances sometimes can, you know, shine a little bit brighter than Mahomes, I guess, in a sense. Whereas with Rodgers, I mean, you know, obviously Adams' stats can pile up, but at the same time, Rodgers is what, you know, keeps Green Bay going. Um, okay. And, and obviously with the Chiefs, Mahomes keeps – you know, them rolling. But I feel like sometimes, even though Mahomes has an all right game, it's like Hill and Kelsey sometimes I feel like maybe get a little bit I don't know. I don't want to say I don't want to say there's games where Mahomes isn't even the best player on his team. But you know yeah. kind of the angle I'm taking at here? Yeah. Where it's like, you know, well, other guys can step up to the plate where they you know Before go. I forget, I want to correct myself here. I go ahead. I said that it's never happened. The last time it's happened was 1999, Kurt Warner. So no. it's been 23 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it like it almost never happens. Right, right. Um. So yeah, Rogers wins MVP. Um. T.J. Watt finally gets that Defensive Player of the Year, which was which was deserved, well deserved. Um. It's like, weird because I really feel like he played better last season. I yeah, know I mean, crazy, maybe I feel the, like he deserved it more last season than this season. Even though he broke the sack record, it just felt like he was more dominant last year. I don't know why. Yeah, it was. It was like a. I guess it was quiet this year, just because I guess the Steelers weren't, you yeah. know, a top team. So I mean, yeah, I guess I guess that kind of stood out last year more because they were like doing really well. Um, what Parsons? One defensive rookie of the year, so that was, and obviously, obviously he was up. He what he finished top three for defensive player of the year, so that was yeah. And connect, he he was second in voting and connecting the dots there. I really think if Watt doesn't break the record, like if he was like two sacks short, yeah, I think Micah should have won. But just because he tied that record, he had to win it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jamar Chase, what offensive rookie of the year? Yeah, well deserved. Um, and then. Am I missing? Oh wait, offensive player of the year? Uh yeah, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, okay. So, um I mean obviously you have two guys, Cup and, and Chase, who both won awards. Obviously they're playing the Super Bowl. Um But before we get into all the Super Bowl talk, um and given you know, given our projections and looking at different props and, and bets and stuff, um Let's first start with, you know, we're going to jump ships here real quick. This kind of had a feel as an all-Super Bowl pod, but we're going to jump real quick. Big trade yesterday. Um, 
between the Nets and the 76ers. The Nets acquired, let me get let me see if I can get this right. Seth Curry, yep. uh, Andre Drummond, two future are they first round picks? I know they have two yes. future draft picks. Okay, they are first round picks. Yes. Um and, and I think I'm missing somebody. Who else did the Nets get? Was there one other person involved? Ben Simmons. Simmons. Oh, duh, yeah, but Ben Simmons. Um Me, Ben Simmons. And then <laughs> and then um the 76ers got Paul Millsap and James Harden. So there's been a lot of debate as to um, you know, what side officially won this trade. But I'll let you guys answer this first. For me personally, I don't I don't really have a a clear winner here. Um, some people are saying that the 76ers gave up way too much. But I'll I'll explain my reasoning here um in a second. Hadley, who who do you think won this trade or was it kind of split? You think both teams got, you know, a fair slice of the pie? I think for the time being, the 76ers won. But for the future, I think the Nets won. But it's also not that simple because I think that both teams traded for a quote-unquote star, in Harden's case, probably superstar, that just have terrible mental, like, terrible competitiveness, terrible drive, terrible motivation. And we were talking about this pre- pre-podcast. It's basically just like a flip of, of guys that didn't want to be there. And to me, Harden showed that his situation, he's just, he, he's just gonna, if he wants out, he's just going to get out. So... If him and MB don't mesh well at first, it could hurt them. Uh, and same with Ben Simmons. If he has a bad attitude in the playoffs again, then they're going to be looking to trade him. So I don't think anyone really won this trade like you said. I think it was something that both sides had to do. But I definitely like the Nets' expansion of their roster because they really needed depth. Right. And KD has some much needed help. So honestly, if I, if you had to truly ask me, I would say the Nets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sporty, who do you think, <clears throat> I guess who, this year, <clears throat> I think, I, I guess this is my question. Who do you think will benefit the most from the trade this year? And then who do you think when, you know, who do you think will benefit down the road? Yeah, it's been curious because uh, in the playoffs this year, it could, it could be a Nets, uh, Sixers Eastern Conference Final. It could be. It, it easily could be. I mean, you also have the I'd Heat. You have, out for that. you have the Heat in there. You have the the, the Celtics. You have the Bucks. You have the Bucks. The Bucks. And oh, you, you know what? A te- hey, a team that. Oh, go ahead, Hadley. Adley. I didn't Sorry, say anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, they said something about that. There's a there's another team that's kind of flying underneath the radar right now. I'm not saying they're going to get super hot in the playoffs, but they're they're a hot team right now out in the East, and that is the Toronto Raptors. They are on a roll right now. I think they've won what seven in a row, something like that. Um, they're like thirty and twenty six, something like that. Yeah, I think. Let me let me let me they check. Were their... da- they were down in the lower tier of the conference. Yeah, and then they they've won a a lot in a row. Um, so let let me them just them and the Magic. I mean, them and the Magic are both looking really good. Let me just look here. Oh, um, I'm kidding. By the way, <laughs> well, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> hey, that was uh, good call. Cle- oh, we forgot. I mean, n- not that. 
I don't think the Cavaliers are going to do anything. I mean, we we also forgot about the Bulls. A healthy Bulls squad, like we said, they could get they could get dangerous, but we don't see them necessarily winning the Eastern Conference. Um, so right now, you have top eight seeds are Heat, Bulls, Cavs, Bucks, 76ers, Raptors, Celtics, Nets, and then you have the Hornets and the Hawks in the in the playing spot. Who's your uh, prediction for the Eastern Conference winner? Um, the uh, finals this year. I want to know some predictions, guys. Um, well, uh, you have to ask me in a few weeks. When yeah, I can see if these guys get on the court. Right, and and when these teams are actually healthy, and and it's just it's a mess right now. It's, it's a, a mess. The, the the East is a mess, and honestly, the West is, in my opinion, there's only really there's still only two teams I think that are going to come out of the yeah. come out of the West. And as Sons, a Warriors, uh, Sons and Sons. Warriors. Warriors. Yep, the Warriors. Um, so, I guess, I guess for me personally, I I would say the 76ers, from a superstar perspective, they needed they needed Harden. Um, so I think they would. I don't. I don't know because I never, I never gave my prediction. I guess yeah, you never did go give your prediction. Go ahead, finish, finish. Uh, I'm gonna go like right along with like what Hadley says. Like ever since Harden getting traded from uh, Houston, he's been like a sorry to say, but like a crybaby. Okay. Hey, yeah. Never. He's never happy. He's never happy. Okay. Or just in general, just the more and more I see Harden play, he just he. In, Initiates, you know, foul calls. Okay, which, which I, I'm not a fan of. Well, he can't. Okay? He can't really do that anymore, obviously, because of the rule. But, um, but, um, like Hadley said, uh, if he meshes with, uh, uh, who's the Sixers? And, and beat. Come on, Sporty. And beat. Come on. Yeah, and beat. And beat. Yeah. If he, if they, they uh, if he mess, meshes with them. Uh, I think I think in the longer I think they'll be okay if him and Embiid uh, somehow clash and argue with each other. Then guess what? Like Hallie says, Harden will want out, and somebody else will peg him up. I don't know who, but for the Nets, uh, I'd like to see how Simmons does with uh, Irving. Irving's kind of been like a little. Cry baby this year, so I'd like to see how he uh, ends up t- towards the end of the season here. So I know uh, Durant's still out for another. I think it's another what two or three weeks. Uh, I just like I like to see both the Nets and the Sixers like at full strength this year, and just see now now with the trades. I just want to see on how they how they perform. With you know, with the trades and right. if, the, if the guys clash or don't clash, and I, I, I just I want to, I want to see it. I just want to see the outcome of the trade and see if the if it worked out for both teams or if it didn't work out. If it worked out for one of the teams and not the other team, so it should have been it, kind of like it's kind of like March Madness. Should should be interesting. I think. I think the 76ers won in this aspect <clears throat> to get to give up finally give up Ben Simmons and figure out that situation to get Harden involved in that trade. It's obviously a win. <clears throat> it's obviously a win for the 76ers. 
you're giving up Ben Simmons to get Harden in return, no matter who's involved in the deal, that that's a win. Um, obviously, giving up two first round draft picks might hurt for the future, um, but you know, and also giving up guys like Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, those are two key role guys that could have helped out. Um, but I think. I think it's kind of split for this season right now. Um, obviously, Harden won out, wanted out of Brooklyn. Simmons wanted out of Philly. So both teams won from that aspect where they didn't have to worry about you know having to put up with attitudes or anything. For the future, I think obviously the Nets win it. Uh, they obviously get two first-round picks. Um, and it will, it'll be interesting to see how Simmons, you know, is he, you know, obviously real great defender. Um but can he – here's where it's going to be interesting. Obviously, you know Kyrie's going to score. Durant's obviously going to score. Curry's going to hit his shots when he needs to. And Drummond's going to be a force down low grabbing boards. Can Simmons make some shots when called upon? You know, when KD's getting doubled or whatever. When you leave Ben Simmons open, can he make his shots? That's what's going to come down to for the Nets. Um, so I think for right now, it's a split. Uh, but future definitely goes to the Nets. Um, so speaking, you know, staying with the basketball talk real quick, then we'll dive into the Super Bowl here real, real early, real early final four predictions. There are this year in college basketball. I feel like there's not one, there's not even four dominant teams that you can just be like, all right, it's locked. There are so, I think there's probably, in my opinion, I think there legitimately can be honestly about 12, 12 teams that could make the final four right now. Um, it's, it, it's so wide open that, you know, depending on matchups, there's, there's so many different possibilities. I mean, obviously once March Madness hits, there's probably gonna be some random team that, you know, that we haven't even really thought of that's going to somehow make it. But Hadley, as of right now, top four, uh, teams to make the final four, you know, assuming that they would be on, you know, they're each little, uh, side of the bracket there. Yeah. Yeah. So as of right now, um, Quickly, I would say Gonzaga, Auburn, Duke, and then I really think there's going to be a Big Ten school that, that can pull it off. And I would say probably as of right now, even though they got hosed last night, I would say Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. Purdue has some, um, they have some nice pieces. <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 man, it's it's so hard this year and. I don't even try and think about this stuff until that bracket comes out because it's all about matchups at the end of the day. All right. So what I said right now is completely meaningless. <laughs> and as soon as I see matchups and as soon as I see paths to, to a championship, it'll get a lot easier. But those teams have just been consistently good this year in my eyes. Yeah. Sporty, what uh, what four teams you got in mind right now? I'm going to go with Gonzaga. Uh, go with Baylor, uh, Kentucky, and I think uh, Duke. Ooh, no Auburn. No Auburn. Just, no Auburn. I, just, I know they're playing re- really well right now. I just, I just think they're going to get beat in the uh, tournament. So yeah, I mean, as of right now, we would think that Auburn would get the pro- probably probably will get the number one overall seed. Um, and hey, you know, in, in, in recent years, actually probably 
that would be interesting. I wanted, I wonder what the percentages of number one overall seeds uh, actually winning the title. It's probably, it's probably not the best percentage. So I mean, I guess you sometimes, for the most part, should stay away from the number one overall seed. Um, but for right now, I'll say Auburn, Gonzaga. Kentucky and Duke. Kentucky at full strength is absolutely filthy. Oscar Deshibwe is absolutely nuts. The dude puts up like 15 boards a game. Gonzaga's filthy. Chet Holgram, he's a walking tri- triple double. Uh, Duke, they have so much height and they can shoot the three ball lights out. And then Auburn has really good guard play and they have uh, they're athletic and they have um oh my gosh the dude from UNC Walker Kessler is that his name. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a force down low. A team that I think could get real hot, who's kind of struggling right now just because of the injury bug, Sporty, you said them, is Baylor. Um, I think at full strength, they're a dangerous team. So once I, I actually want to switch out Purdue. You're going to switch out Purdue? Kansas. Can, and Kansas, they're another – Kansas is another team where they're uh, on. Or however you say that, yeah. he is a stud. And, and I would they're like very, to get – They're very inconsistent, Kansas. Yes. Yeah. And inconsistent. Yeah, they are inconsistent. But they could get hot. They could get hot. Um, Purdue. I don't, see, I don't see it happening. Purdue. I would give them an honorable mention just because they have they have height. They have good guard play. Ivy. Um. Ivy. Yep, Ivy. And who's their big guy? Is it Edie? Eddie? No, I don't know. No, Ivy. Ivy's their kind of study. I think he's like their small forward who can shoot the ball. But they have this that, that tall guy who is absolutely oh, white guy, right? He's he's massive. I think it's Eddie Edie or something like that. But uh, he's like six ten, right? He might he might even be seven foot. I, I don't know how tall he is. But uh, but yeah, Purdue's got some. They got some good uh, good guard play, uh, and some presence down low. So, um, but probably some somebody not listed is gonna something like well even heck UCLA. I mean they have everybody back, but they're not playing the best right now. Arizona, you could throw in there. Uh, yeah, they said Arizona could, could be at Final 14. Arizona's in there. Uh, I'm trying to think, if, is there anybody else off the top of my head that I'm missing? Um, I guess you could throw about, te- Texas in there. Bro, how about like uh, Mission State? Uh, I don't think they're a Final Four team. Maybe. Maybe. Coaching goes a long way. Right. Yeah, it does. Um, is he? But yeah, there's there's... It's too early, but you know we like to just throw some names out there. All right, let's let's shift gears here to the to the big game. Um, a lot of prop bets here. I'm talking a lot of prop bets. First one, fellas, over under national anthem two minutes thirty seconds. Jeez, that's a long time. <laughs> Is it normally that long? Um, I don't know. I forget how long they've been in the past. I don't know who I. I can't tell you off the top of my head who's singing it either. Um, but let me let me just look up the average national anthem for the Super Bowl. Let's 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 just look here. Without hesitation. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the unpopular vote, and I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna guess two minutes, like the average. You're gonna guess two minutes, the average. Okay. Um. So wait, Hadley, you're taking the under, correct? Yes. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be like two minutes twenty seconds. Um. Okay. All right. So, uh, quickly, uh, this was the first thing that popped up. 
Um, well, maybe not. Two minutes thirty six seconds. I've seen. That's one of the longer. That's one of the longer ones. Um, let's see if I can look up ones at the Super Bowl. Um, the average length of the anthem at the Super Bowl has been around one minute fifty four seconds. All right, you know what? We're changing it. We're changing it. Over under two minutes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> We're changing. I'm going to take the over. Taking the over? Take the over taking the over at National Anthem two minutes. Sporty, what are you taking? Give me the under. Ooh. Sporty's going against the... Quick one. Sporty's hitting the average at 154. Um, I said two minutes, so hey, take the under and go to bed. Take the under and go to bed. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it just barely hits. I'm going to say like 204. Um, so we're, we're, we'll go over with the National Anthem there. All right, next one. Coin toss. Heads or tails? Tails. Never fails. Uh, you know what? I know, like, everyone says tails never fails, but guess what? I'm going with heads. Shame on you. <laughs> um, Thanks, Natalie. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I'm always ashamed of myself. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see here. I'm trying to see if there's any stats on like what what the coin toss has been for the last uh Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um <clears throat> so for the past couple years it has been it's been tails going back to 2014, it's been tails 1 2 3 4 5 6 6 years since 2000 what did I say since 2014 it's been tails. Um, last year it was heads. Um, from 2009, this is interesting. 2009 to 2013, it is it was heads four years in a row. Well, on averages. Um, I'm gonna go with tails. I think tails Let's is. Go, I think tails is the safe call. So Hadley and I are two for two with the same pick. Sporty's out there by himself right now. What? I'm not, hey, Tails, hey, hey, not saying it's gonna be. Not saying, Sporty, you're wrong. I'm out. Hey, I'm going out on a limb. Okay. I'm putting the grand on tails. Sporty, you're Energy not. Bank, Sporty, I'm on my way. Honestly, that one's not out of a limb because it's really a 50-50 shot. So it's 50-50, All right. <laughs> um, next just one. Like, next one. Wait, just like what? Just like just like you're predicting who's gonna win. It's fifty-fifty. Exactly. Either or. Exactly. Because this game, I think it's gonna be close. Um, first team to score. Will be who? The L.A. Rams. All right, and I'll, I'll wait. Um, I'll wait to ask my next question. Sporty, who's going to score first? The Bengals. The Bengals. <gasps> I feel like I, I should probably ask Sporty this question first. Goal. All right, so yeah, that was going to be my next question. What are the first points of the game, or how's the first That's touchdown? Right, so touchdown Rams. Field goal. goal by the Bengals. Um, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll agree with Sporty. I'm going to say Bengals score a field goal first. Um, McPherson gets on the board first. All right, next one. Anytime score. So this can be anybody. Who would you say is a safe bet to be an anytime touchdown score? Give me one person. The biggest walk of the century, Cooper Cup. Hagan Cooper Cup. Sporty. I'm also just because that seems a little too like too like predictable. Yeah. I'm also gonna take OBJ. Okay. Alright, so two touchdown passes for Matt Stafford. 
Um, Sporty, who are you taking at any time touchdown score, any point in the game? Jamar Chase. All right, so we're going with two, two wide receiver studs. All right, I'm going to just try to be a little bit different here. I I honestly don't like the running back matchups here, you know, predicting a touchdown because Piran can come in. He likes to play, you know, they like to throw him in there in the red zone. Um, the Rams could be shuffling a bunch of different guys in there. I was going to say Higby, but he's not playing. Um, man, this is tough. I think, obviously, obviously it's safe to go Cup and and uh, Chase. If I had to pick one other guy, you know what? I'm going to go with my guy, Tyler Boyd. Pit guy, give him any time touchdown score. Next one. Um, will anybody score two touchdowns? I'm not saying Stafford or or um, Burrow. I'm saying, well, well, will anybody have two touchdowns by themselves? No. Sporty? Yeah, I think uh, Chase will have two touchdowns. Chase with two touchdowns. I'm going to play it safe here. I'm going to say no. Um, I think once Cup catches one, they're going to definitely, especially in the red zone. If he, if they're in the red zone, he's, he's getting double teamed. And then if Chase is in the red zone, they, they got to find somebody else. That's why I think Tyler Boyd could maybe get open uh, there in the red zone. Um, next one, over, under, passing yards. Stafford right now, I believe he's at 283.5, over, under. Um, I'm going to take just under. I think he's going to get like 280. 280. I'm gonna take. I think. I think he'll be passing more than what people think. I'm gonna say he throws for over 300 yards. Over. Th- oh, going over 300 yards. I'm gonna take Stafford's under here at 283. I think he's gonna throw for like two. I'll say 272. Um, I think they'll get up and they'll they'll just try to maybe run the ball. Next one, Burrow, 278. I'm kind of shocked that it's not the other way. I mean, I know it's a five yard difference, but I'm kind of shocked that Burrow isn't closer to two or to 300. Um, Hadley, who, who, what are you taking there? Over under two seventy eight for Burrow. I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna say he gets like two ninety. Oh no, over under. Two, over. You're gonna take over, the over. Sorry. Okay, now you're good. All over. right, so over for Burrow, Sporty. Uh, I'm gonna take the under. Again, as I could, I would predict, uh, predict Sporty to go against the grain from Hadley. Um, <laughs> I'll take the over here. I think Burrow. They're gonna need him to throw. Um, but here's where it's going to get interesting. Ramsey on Chase. So yes. that's definitely going to open up a lot of field for Boyd, Higgins. Um, is uh, tight end playing? I'm trying to think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Zama. Yeah. And here's then, a backup sample. Oh, or who, sample. sample, yeah. Samson or Samson. Uh, sample. Um, watch he's out. Who's the other receiver? All right. H- Higgins, and, Higgins and Boyd. No, no, the other, the white guy. Um, he is not going to score. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? This is where they could, and, I, and you saw it a lot um, against the Chiefs. You could see a lot of screens from the Bengals. Um, obviously, the Rams rush is going to get to the quarterback, so I think it's going to be kind of a release and go for the Bengals O line. Um, I think. They're going to try and get Chase the ball early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so something I've noticed with Ramsey, I don't know if you guys have, but he he normally plays like the star position. He'll kind of just travel all over the field. But then later, 
in games, if someone's starting to pop off, he'll he'll say, "Okay, I got." Him. Right. Right. Well, so, and and the thing is, maybe do we see another uh, Ramsey kind of Evans incident where maybe <laughs> late in the game, Burrow finds Chase one on one. If I'm if I'm the Rams, I'm not allowing that. I'm having help over the top. If you want to play press man, that's fine, but maybe play uh, maybe have the other safety back uh, over the middle. Maybe pretend like he's gonna go. With the you know, there's uh, other receivers, but then you got to give Ramsey help, especially if you're up late and you know they're throwing the ball. Like that, that coverage just blew my mind. I mean, I get it. Ramsey's a really good lockdown defender, but to allow Brady to have one on one with Evans was just that just blew. I mean, if you, I mean, you knew you knew Brady was gonna somehow find a way to get them get him the ball. Um. All right, so I'll take over for Burrow. Uh. They're definitely going to be throwing the ball. Stafford, over two and a half touchdown passes. I am going to take the over. I think he has three. All right. Sporty. I'm going to say he has four touchdown passes. Whoa. Four touchdown passes. So going high here. He's been a high scoring game. Man, this is. But I have the Bengals winning now. Two and a half. Um, I will take, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to say he throws two. I'll, I'll, I'll play it safe there and just take, I guess, I guess that's not really playing it safe, but, um, yeah. I was with you. I, it was either two or three. That, that, yeah, it's either two or three. I mean, I don't, I just feel like that he's going to somehow acres or, um, acres or Michelle or. Jake Funk, watch out. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> or Stafford might get a QB sneak out of it. I mean, who, who knows? But next, this is an interesting one. I'm surprised he's not up at 2.5. Burrow is listed right now at 1.5. Would you take the over or the under? Um, I'm going to take the over. I think you'll get two. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you, you got to take, take two there. Sporty, over under 1.5 for Burrow? Burrow, catch on passes. Yeah. Oh. Christ, he's going to throw for five. Holy. Okay, sporty. I'm excited to hear a score score. Let's just leave it at that. All right. So right now we have – I told you he's going to be high score. So right now sporty, at least sporty, this is from what he said based off two players. The score is definitely going to be 35-28 at least. At least. <laughs> well over. At least. Hey, when, you, when, you, when you hear the score, it, it's going to be high score. All right. All right. Holy shit. <laughs> watch it. Next one. Rush yards. Mixon, over 60 rush yards. I'm taking the under. Sporty? Uh, I'm going to take the over. Over for Mixon. Uh, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to say he gets like 56, and yep. he's going to be more – he's going to use be, – He's going to be used more in a checkdown kind of form here. Acres, 64 and a half. Cam Acres. Under. Under as well. Under big time. I'm taking the I think the Michelle's going to touch the ball more than people think. Yeah. Under. I'm taking the under. Is 40. he third? Cam? No, yeah. He was like questionable, but he's going to play. Yeah, they'll probably split time. Uh, I'm take, you know, I think they're going to ride him, I think. I'm taking Acres in the over. Taking Acres over. All right, next one. Receiving. Receiving. 
Tyler Boyd, 42 and a half. I'm going to take his under. Sporty. Could be Hong Kong hero. Over. Um, I'll say I'm going to take... Ooh, ooh. I'll, I'll take the over for Boyd. I'll take it at... Uh, yeah, I'll take 42 and a half. I'll take the over for Boyd. Uh, Higgins, 71 and a half. I'm going to take his over. I take his over. Sporty. Make that uh, double. Double. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if I have Burrow getting above 278, he's going to have to. So, yeah, we'll, we'll take. Oh, 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 oh. Um, yeah, give me Higgins over. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot late. So, he, I mean, there's going to be people open. So, give me Higgins over 71.5. Chase, 78.5 receiving yards. I'm going to say over. Way over. All right, Sporty, if you say way over, does Chase get over 100 yards? Yeah, I, I say, I'm going to say he gets between 180 and 200 yards. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Sporty, 180? 180. I'm saying he gets like 80. I'm going to say he gets between 80 and 100. 180. I think Higgins might break 100. I think I'm going to go Higgins. I'm going to say Higgins 100, Chase 80, Boyd's like 40, and then my – Everywhere else. My prediction for Chase is between 150 and 200 yards. Okay, I mean, okay, I mean, at least that's still a lot, but at least he dropped a little bit to 150. 180 to 200, that would be nuts. I think 200 would be a, a record. That has to be some kind of record. Um, all right, other side. Cooper Cup, 105 and a half. Over. Uh, I think it's like 110. I think they're gonna they're gonna. I think it's gonna be the Odell Beckham show. So I'm gonna take the under. I think Cup gets to like 112 here, so I'll, I'll just take the over just barely. Uh, Beckham, 63 and a half. I'm going to take his under. Way over for me. So under and over. Um, give me. I'm going to. Uh, give me the under for Beckham. I, I think he just misses it. Val Jefferson, 33 and a half. I don't want to correct you, but it's Van. Oh, Van. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it's to say okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my manager's name, so it's just weird. To I, I feel like I know a Val Jefferson, honestly. <laughs> Van but, Jefferson. What was geez. it again? Um, 33, right? 33 and a half, yes. Van Jefferson. I apologize. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say under it. I think all these are so close. Like, I think he's going to have like 30. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, 29. That's what I was. I was that was just where I take his under. Yeah. 40, who are you taking here? I'm gonna say he has just just enough. I think he's gonna have 34. Just so. enough to get over. Who's the other guy that dropped the touchdown pass last or two weeks ago? Who was wide open? Skoranek. Or- Skoranek. Oh, yeah. Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna put put one here for him. Over under 10, 10 receiving yards. Under. Over because I have to I have to start him. I'm gonna somehow say he gets a catch for like 12 yards. So I'll take his over. All right. Oh, all right. We already know Sporty's answer to this one. Um, over under five and a half touchdowns. Apparently Burrow is going to almost beat it by himself. Um, <laughs> over under total five and a half touchdowns in the game. Hadley? Uh, I'm going to go just over. I think there will be six. Just over. Okay. Uh, Sporty, how many? Well, I guess you're, you're taking the over. All right. No yeah, like Rams alone, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, honestly. Um, two and a half 
field goals. Over under. Over three. Over. I'm gonna agree with Allie. Take three also. Um. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I gotta go back to the touchdown one. Um. I think it's gonna be 27. Well, before actually, I'm not gonna score predict here yet. Um. So wait, let me think here. I'm gonna say five right on the dot. So I'm. I'm gonna take the under. Over under touchdowns five and a half. Give me the under. Field goals. I'm going to say. I'm gonna say four field goals. So give me the over. All right. Any missed extra? So so I just did the math. You have the Rams winning twenty-seven twenty. Uh, twenty-seven twenty-one because I do have a two-point conversion in there. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so good. Good math. Hey, that that was a. That was spot on right there. That uh, was quick, Abby. Any, that was good. Hey, any missed extra points? Over under of 0. 0.5. No. So taking the under. under. Taking the under. Sporty, any missed extra points in your shootout? Yeah, over. I'm taking the over. You're taking the, you're t- so at least one missed extra point for Sporty yes. here. I mean, honestly, the odds are probably in Sporty's favor for that one if, if he thinks that there's going to be, I mean, 20 touchdown scores. So, That's um, very true. Next one. Next one. Um, let's I got go. A question for you guys. Let's go with. What's your question? <laughs> will, will there be a, a fan on the field? Oh, yeah. oh, that's a good one. Will yes. there be a fan on the field? Yes, <laughs> yes. There's definitely gonna be somebody on the field. Taking me over. I'm taking. I'm taking. There's gonna be one person on the field. So. Okay. Which quarter? Um. <laughs> Beginning fourth. Uh oh. This is gonna. Oh man. The over under before halftime. It's definitely second half. It's got to be second half. It's gonna be like. Yeah, you gotta let them get drunk enough. Yeah. Um, and it's got to be after like all the halftime stuff. So, <laughs> I'm gonna say like right before, right before the, right before the end of the third quarter. There's gonna be somebody that goes onto the field right at the end of the third. Um. That was a good, that was a good one. So. One, there's gonna be somehow. I guarantee there's gonna be like a set of twins that just brought out like two, two, two brothers that just run out on the field. Because right now I'm saying there's one person, but that's somehow not gonna hit. There's gonna be like a, two twins. I'm gonna say two brothers that run out. Um, and they're both me. Oh, both Bengals fans, by the way. I'm gonna say Bengals fans get down there. Um, this is getting clipped. I know. <laughs> uh, next one, Gatorade color. I'm gonna go green. Green. So like lemon one. Okay. So green slash yellow. Sporty. I'm gonna go with uh, orange, kind of like orange soda. All right. So. Like creamsicle. Yeah, like creamsicle. Uh, so does that mean you have the Bengals winning it? Yes. All right. So. <sighs> I would. I guess if you look at this from a. Logical standpoint. If they have three, I mean, this is just things I've heard. If they have a couple different flavors, it's going to be from the one that they don't drink from the most. But they could fill up their Gatorade jugs with three of the, all three of the same flavors. So from a, from that standpoint, give me light blue, light blue with the Rams winning it. So, I guess I answered one of the questions, but Super Bowl MVP. It's basically the battle of the quarterback, so I think it'll end up being Stafford, even though I think Cup will get robbed in the process. Yeah. 
Yep. Stole the words right out of my mouth. Sporty. Uh, I you know what? I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be Jamar Chase. So wait, how many? Tu- hold on, hold on, hold on. How many touchdowns? How many touchdowns does Chase have of Burrow's five that he apparently is gonna? Wait, play? yes, Kev, Is there any more questions? Can we just ask him like the stat line? Um. Oh, I guess there is an over under. That, that's one. Whenever he does his actual score prediction, I want sporty. I want to hear your box score. As okay. Well. All right. Um. All right. No, I'm gonna change that to. Uh, Joe Burrow MVP. All right, Joe Burrow MVP. Okay, fair. Battle with quarterbacks. I'm taking Stafford. Um, next one. Over under 48 and a half points. Hadley? I'm going to go over. I know, we know Sporty's taking the over. We already know that. Um, with my score prediction, it misses by half a point. So I'm taking the under. Uh, next one spread Rams minus four and a half. I think the Bengals cover sporty. Well, obviously, yeah, you already said Bengals win, so they're covering. I'm taking the Rams here. Rams definitely going to cover Hadley Super Bowl score prediction. Okay. Final score. I thought it was going to be the exact same as you. Luckily it's a little different. I have the Rams 27. Beating the Bengals, who scored 23. Ooh. Okay, I have the Bengals. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Drum roll. <laughs> Bengals, 42. Rams, 35. No wow. field goals. No field goals. No field goals. Hey, unless unless way, somebody goes for two. Unless somebody goes for two. Over under touchdowns five and a half. I actually have the under according to my score. Oh, according to your so score, okay. Under five. All right, under, yeah. under, all right. Um, twenty-seven. Forty-two thirty-five. That, that's forty-two thirty-five. Yes. That would smash the over. <laughs> that almost double. That would like, all. That would the almost Bengals double. Would be it. Hitting it almost by themselves. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I would, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. Say, I don't. Think the score is gonna do, but I. I think the Bengals, I think they're going to score 21 points going into halftime. They'll have 21 points at halftime, Bengals. Ooh. I mean, they're typically kind of a slow start, pick it up, second half kind of team. But you never know. Uh, 27-21 final. Close one. I think, that, I think that's a score. I mean, obviously, shootouts are cool to see, but I think also you kind of want to see some defense. So I think 27-21 is a, a fair score where, you know, it's close. Um and it keeps things interesting. So um, I think that just about does it here for Super Bowl pod. Um, it's going to be weird not having any any football talk, but we will have some football talk. Hadley, do you have any uh, any uh, mock draft updates or any uh, big board updates? We need hammers, there? don't we? Oh, we do need hammers. It's a pretty good call. Um, Hadley, I'll let you give your three hammers real quick. They don't have to be super, well, they don't have to be Super Bowl related. Uh, they are all Super Bowl. But that related. that's completely so, fine. That's fine. Basically just going with what like I probably did some of them here but uh you know, they're just my most confident ones. So first of all, I'm going to take Cooper Cup to score the first touchdown of the game. Ooh. It's plus 500, I believe. Wow. I love it. Um 
I feel like if you're the Rams, you have to go to your OPOY early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my ballsy one. I have a little less ballsy ones here, but still kind of ballsy. I think Odell, anytime touchdown, is like plus 140 or something like that. I'm going to take him to score. Um, and then last but not least, I'm going to take the Bengals to cover. Because I just, I, I really do think it has to be a close game one way or another. Yeah. Actually, I, I switch that. Because I, Aaron Donald scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually change that to something non-football related. It, well, you know what I'm saying. Still the game, but right. I'm, I'm going to slam the yellow Gatorade bath. I feel like Rams, yellow, I, I like it. Why not? I mean, I'm going to go one and two anyway, right? So right. Just, might right. as well just lift the odds. Right, because if you go three and oh, you look like complete genius. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm my minus one hundred ones. I got one and two, so right. let's just freaking raise the stakes here. Right, exactly. Um, Sporty three hammers. Uh, my first hammer, obviously Bengals money line. Second hammer, I'm pe- I'm gonna do um, my second and third hammer are gonna both be uh, college basketball. All right, college basketball. Okay. Lehigh Mark. spread. Lehigh uh, spread. Lehigh spread. No, no, Lehigh. Hey, they, they cover for me. I can't. I can't. can't Sporty's Lehigh game of the year. He's not. He can't bet on them anymore. <laughs> he's, Lehigh game of the year. They won. So he's so he's won to know. He can't touch that record now. All right, big. All right, big, okay. all right, big cat. Next one tomorrow. Money line. Michigan. Big blue victory. Hammer against Ohio State. Whew. Coming off a big win against I Purdue. Know. Big win against Purdue. It's another home game. So, I like yeah, it. Let's get another big W at home. Let's beat the, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay. And my last hammer. It's going to be a Tuesday night game. I'm going to take the spread. I don't know what it is yet. I'm going to take the Nittany Lions uh, against uh, Sporty. I'm going to take the uh, the spread. I don't know what the spread is yet. I'm taking the Nittany Lions at home at 6.30. Hey, Chalk, Chalk Talk might be in the building. We might have some... Uh... Talk, 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 talk live from live, live from yeah, BJC. Live from live, BJC. Live broadcast from BJC. Broadcasting live. Twi- Twitter. Front, 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 front center. Twitter live or Twitter feeds or whatever. Twitter live. What was <laughs> I called on Twitter again? What were those things oh, called? Yeah, I Periscope. Yeah, Periscope. Yeah. Um, we can have probably play by play on Twitter. I let's not have that. Um, Possible. All right. Hammers, Rams, minus four and a half. Hammer, cup, anytime touchdown. And, ooh, take the under five and a half touchdowns. Hammer that. Hammer it, hammer it, hammer it. Not according to Sporty. Not, not, no, Sporty's is like doubled. Hammer the over. Hammer the over. Hammer the over and, and add and add a lot um, for Sporty. So now I think that officially. Wait, am I forgetting anything with the mock draft or anything, or is that next pod, Hadley? Uh, it'll be nice. I'm still working on a big board. All right. Mock draft remains the same until probably end of February here. So sounds good. So that uh, wraps it up for another episode of Chalk Talk. Super Bowl Sunday. 
is among us. We'll be ready to go. We'll send it next week. Have a great weekend.